0: welcome to the real van city i am your host michael tranmer on this podcast you will hear inspiring stories from vancouver's top influential leaders on how to achieve authentic business relationship and spiritual success let's get into it christabel joseph
1: hi hi (laughs) we did it
0: (laughs) we we did do it we continue to do it
1: amazing thank you so much for having me here i'm very excited (laughs) to be a part of this (laughs) great
0: great no i'm looking forward to this i think it's gonna be fun i know it's gonna be fun we're gonna go to some places (laughs) we just did a meditation so we have surrendered to wherever we're gonna go Mm -hmm. now i'm excited to get to know you more And share uh, with the listeners and the viewers who you are (laughs) and what you do because I uh, understand and feel and know you're kind of magic and do some great things and have some good stories and that's what this is all about.
1: Thank you yeah um, I appreciate that. Um, I feel like everybody has like a story that needs to be told and I feel like life is so fun (laughs) and takes you on quite the journey and Um, just tapping into your own experiences and really seeing life as you know lessons and learning experiences and that we're all here flowing through this crazy journey and everyone has such a different story and we're all able to kind of help each other and grow with each other and support each other through this magical roller coaster of life you know and I feel like that's the exciting part of it is, you know, kind of detaching yourself from like the, the negativity or whatever it is. And just, you know, not even taking life so seriously half the time and just being like, Hey, like, Thank let's you. just Thank have you. fun.
0: Okay. I am prepared and ready for my, my education. I'm about to re- receive here. This is, this is going to be good here. So we're gonna have to go directly to, to the story, but before we dig that one out, like you and, and who you are, you, you call yourself a uh, a global connector, <laughs> you're, you're big into branding, right? You have mm-hmm. Luxco Media yourself, which you're a founder and director of. I love your, uh, tagline branded by brilliance. Yeah. What's that mean? Where did that come from?
1: Honestly, I literally was trying to ramble something that would be catchy, something that would kind of sound kind of cool, but not too overly pretentious. And so that was kind of what we landed on, Branded by Brilliance. And it was like a team effort of us trying to like get this page out in time for the, for the launch. And so... That's kind of what we landed on, but uh, that may change. Honestly, yeah, because-
0: that's how things go, right? <laughs> but how? But most people go, well, oh, any anything, anything brilliance is pretentious as it gets." Yeah, but you exactly. guys moved through that. We
1: did. We yeah. totally did. It was one of those things where we had excellence, we had success, we had yeah. all those words, and I was like, "It just sounded so blah in my head."
0: If you are you a Joe Dispenza fan, I yeah. love so Joe a lot. Of, a lot of his meditations or the the. Uh, the live meditations that you listen to with his audience. He, mm-hmm. he always, he, he gets the folks to stand up or during his talks as well. And he, and he gets them introduced to each other mm. and, and he and he says, introduce yourself as a, as a genius. Mm. Right. And like, that could be perceived as quite pretentious, but he mm. just he just goes there. So, Jilly, genius, love uh, genius and brilliance,
1: exactly. Well, we always are tapping into our genius, right? Mm-hmm. And like that is such an important place. Like your creative genius, your creative flow, your creative intelligence, right? Those mm-hmm. are all words, strong words, but they all have uh, a meaning that's so purposeful as well, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So, have you always like where where did this journey start for you, right? Because you you have an obvious growth mindset mm-hmm. uh, you have a um perspective of the wor- on the world you mentioned plant medicine so perhaps <laughs> yeah you know, i mean perhaps you know people don't just go and sign up for a trip or go wherever and do totally. plant medicine out of the blue so mm-hmm. what what was the the catalyst for that yeah and was that the beginning of this journey for you
1: i guess okay so basically i had a very um like intense childhood i guess like my dad was a, uh, he was an alcoholic he was very like abusive i guess and so i was almost attached to that same cycle and my first relationship was literally a splitting image of that uh someone that was also an alcoholic very abusive and so i was wrapped in this cycle and i i went to mexico for a bit for four months by myself and i was like you know what like I just want to tap into meditation and I just want to start like my spiritual journey like I always knew I was I was spiritual but I never really did the practice of it and got myself to tap into my intuition and when I started um my Mexico trip I actually did plant medicine the first month I was there but I wasn't ready for it and so I actually was put into my shadow self for like four days thinking that i lost my mind right after (laughs) because i didn't respect the medicine and i went into it out of oh this is just gonna fix me and this is gonna be fine but i was like on like a two-week bender prior to and you know didn't take care of myself my mind my body my soul before going into it and so i didn't get the result that i wanted and i was like i'm never doing this again like it kind of scarred me right and then took a little bit off of drinking in Mexico and started actually just meditating and doing the thing. Mm-hmm. When I came back from Mexico, I got back in the same relationship and continued the cycle for mm-hmm. a little bit. But it actually started at the last company that I worked at, which was a couple years ago now. And I met this woman and she was incredible. I don't know hmm. what it was, hmm. but I cried like the first day I met her. Oh wow. And it was so powerful and intense and I like I didn't know what the connection was. She knew. She was like, "Oh, oh I already really? knew." Yeah, she knew. And she was the first person to show me unconditional love. Oh wow. And it was the most like immense, powerful, empowering thing as well, because it taught me how to take care of myself for the first time and how to actually cultivate self-love within myself. Mm -hmm. And almost like that was the, the reason how I detached from my toxic relationship. I was able to grow more as an individual and actually separate myself from that relationship and start building my own foundation. So that was when... I did another plant ceremony, plant medicine ceremony, and mm-hmm. I fully was ready and I was doing the work. I, I stopped drinking, I cut out marijuana, like everything, Netflix. Like now my life is so hyper-focused on being the best version of myself
2: mm-hmm.
1: and not comparing myself to anybody, not putting pressure on myself to be somewhere, someone that I'm not, mm-hmm. to just like do the thing, to get myself to where I want to be and mm-hmm. just be lead with service and nice. lead with heart.
0: Amazing. Thank yeah. you for sharing <laughs> all of that. So much in there I want to <laughs> dig into. But how first first off, how did how did you know you were always spiritual?
1: I grew up religious, actually. Oh really. So my mom, she was born in Goa. So it's fortunate. Where's Goa? It's in India. Oh wow portuguese influenced Hmm. so we grew up catholic going to church i was like an altar server played piano in the church Mm -hmm. choir like i was very in it but i knew i wasn't religious like i didn't really quite grasp like catholicism or like Mm -hmm. god being something separate than within us Mm -hmm. i don't know if we can talk more about oh
2: Yeah, yeah 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 yeah
1: but just like having something that i i would always question i guess like Faith is always there. Like, that's that's it's good to have faith in certain things and certain aspects for sure. But thinking that you're not capable of doing something on your own without using an external thing hmm. is something that didn't really click for me. My mom would always be like, Oh, praise God, like you oh. got this. And I'd be like, I actually worked my ass off.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. 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 You
1: know, and like, of course, the universe is there. And of course, there's like this creator of like all, all things. But Religion is, you know, all religions are tied into spirituality, right? So Mm -hmm. there's little parts and pieces that you can take away from all these different religions. And religion is almost like a segregation of like, you know, unity of what we're all supposed to be is connected Mm -hmm. as one whole, Mm -hmm. right? And that community is is humans as as one, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're all connected. Mm-hmm. It's not about like, oh, you're you're this or you're that or whatever it is. It's the diversity. It's you know the inclusivity of like oneness. Mm-hmm.
0: And did you? At uh, what point did you come to that realization? Was that plant medicine one, plant medicine two? Was it many years <laughs> before that? Was it, was it a certain It was before
1: that. Meditation? It was about four or five years oh, well. ago where I kind of realized that. I don't know if I recall like a breaking point of that, but I remember just questioning a lot of like the judgment that came with going to church. Right. And like a lot of like, and I'm not saying that church is bad or anything, but I think they just, they kind of, overdid it, or they translated the meaning behind Catholicism Mm -hmm. incorrectly, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of gave off a little bit of a misconception of what God was, or what Jesus did, and all those things, right? And so the translation of it, the metaphors for it didn't quite align, Mm -hmm. I guess, with what my belief system was.
0: Nice. I'm reading... um matthew perry's memoir
1: ah yeah
0: which just came out last year i believe so guy from friends huge alcoholic Mm, huge addict mm -hmm. right so it's been great book hi chandler (laughs)
2: chandler so
0: it's it's uh, i'm just gonna move that closer to you (laughs)
2: okay gotcha uh
0: Uh, it's been incredible to great great writer Mm -hmm. so talented but it's incredible to learn more about uh, addictions and
2: Mm. alcoholics
0: um and his the stories he tells is just like literally, and like, he's almost died multiple times. But, but for him, uh, it's, it's every day, every yeah. day, every day. And so he, through 10 or 12 years of shooting Friends mm. and, and all the movies and, and all of that. And, and you can see it throughout the different seasons of Friends, like some yeah. Like he said, his, his weight fluctuate fluctuated between mm-hmm. like one hundred and thirty five pounds and two hundred and fifteen yeah, pounds or something. So you can was,
1: see from the season. Yeah,
0: right. it was up yeah. and down. But it's for so many for so many reasons. This book is 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 great because it tells his story about getting into acting, and then just the part I was reading this morning was was rate. Um, when he got the part for for Chandler, mm-hmm. he like it was actually offered to his friend but his his friend was a better actor Mm -hmm. and but the his friend got an option for friends or another one and he took the other one and 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 they had and it was a huge deal Mm. it was a huge deal between the two of them but he's talking about how how they were just shooting the 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 pilot for friends and before it even came out to the public Mm -hmm. but they knew yeah they knew what they had and Mm -hmm. everyone was just electric But it was really quite cute, uh, cool, you know, Mm -hmm. as someone like yourself who was looking to create and do things Mm -hmm. like to kind of know when you got something or got a feeling when you got something and and it's going to come out. But Mm -hmm. all all through the time, every day he, he was battling.
1: It's crazy, like addiction in itself, right? When you look at addiction through like a scope, I guess it's I always see it in cycles because it's the short span of that cycle where people are stuck in this loop yeah and the shorter the span the more addictive that person is Hmm. and it's this repetitive cycle that it's almost impossible to get out of like when I was drinking or when I you know used to do a bunch of drugs growing up like it was that weekly cycle I was looped in and when like I was, meaning
0: like, where am I going to drink next? Where, where yeah, am I going to get the drugs was, next?
1: Yeah, it was kind of just like I, I wouldn't drink every day, but it would be the benders every weekend. And I thought that that was normal because society is like, oh, Friday, let loose, right? Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. do the thing. And then it would be Friday partying all night till Saturday and Saturday night. You know, it's like the whole like and then it would be like Monday to Friday work really hard. And then for Friday to like celebrate by like yeah. putting poison in your body.
2: Yeah.
1: And then when i started dating my ex it was like i realized how short his cycle was it wasn't every week it was every two hours it was every hour you know so it was like whoa like that's a pain cycle that he's constantly in he's constantly living in his own personal Mm hell, you know and it's really sad to see it in that view where you're like oh my god like i'm so glad i got out of that but there's so many people that are struggling with that addiction and it's literally like you can't even separate or expand that so like everything in life i, I i've kind of i kind of have seen all of the patterns and the cycles that we all have in terms of anything addiction can be anything right
0: hmm, it can
1: be Sex. Yeah. It can be whatever, right? The
0: things we carry in our pocket.
1: Hundred percent. Oh my goodness, that right? phone addiction yeah. of like every single beep do you, or do you, message. Do you, or you know anyone who's
0: not addicted to their phone?
1: Right. <laughs> I don't. It's so hard. Like I
0: maybe a couple people. Couple people. Yeah. 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 The younger people actually. My my like. Uh, I'd say my oldest niece, actually, who you would think she's 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, I guess the algorithms haven't quite gotten her
2: oh, yet. Good. But I know
0: some other teenagers and yeah. younger people. That and they're actually it. less addicted than hmm. than us Do older you think folks. Maybe
1: because it's so accessible for them or they grew up with it, that it, it may maybe. Not be. Maybe,
0: like, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure oh, what yeah. it is. Right. But the rest of us are out of our minds.
1: It's insane. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I make it a point every day now, like. I'm doing 75 hard.
0: We need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to talk about that.
1: So I'm on, I'm on day 62 now. So less than And two so weeks.
0: 75 hard is what?
1: Okay. So yes, good show. Yes. <laughs> 75 hard, Andy Frisella, he mm-hmm. created this program. It's a disciplined mindset. Yeah. That's the program. And obviously fitness, physicality is just, you know, something else that you get out of it. Right. Yeah. So it's for 75 days. You work out twice every day, 45 minutes, one indoor, one outdoor workout. Good. Drink a gallon of water. Yeah. Don't drink any alcohol, obviously. Stick to one diet. No alcohol. No alcohol.
0: It, wine? Nope.
1: <laughs> 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 I am like, um, hey, out.
0: <laughs> IPAs.
1: IPAs. <laughs>
0: Margaritas. <laughs> okay. Not no alcohol,
1: no alcohol, stick to a diet, uh, take a progress photo and read 10 pages of a personal development book. And you do that every single day for 75. Oh, days. It's
0: like a two to three hour effort every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And two you're you, what about there's one that has the cold bath or the cold shower. That's phase one. What do you mean phase one? So
1: after you <laughs> complete the 75 days, yeah. you get into phase one. Yeah. And it's eight critical tasks every day. Visualization mm-hmm. for five minutes, visualization, med- meditation yeah. and the five minute cold shower. Huh. Yeah. So I'm not there yet. And honestly, like, I'm such a baby when it comes to cold showers.
0: It'll be fun.
1: So I know. Yeah. Like, I feel like. So,
0: how is it? How, like, that's a good effort. Congratulations. Thank
1: you. Have, yeah. Have
0: you made it? Have you?
1: 62 days. Have you skipped so any far. workouts? Nope. Every Read single nine day. pages
0: and not 10 pages? Nope.
1: Like, yeah. every day. And you know what? I actually started it. I started in March and I actually went to an all inclusive and I didn't drink. <laughs> <It's
0: crazy>. So. <laughs> But how do you like that's pretty it's pretty disciplined and it's pretty, uh, you know, follow the rule of the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you is there any sort of marriage between that and sort of the, the rule of the law or the, 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 the law of the church and 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 words coming down like that way?
1: In a in a sense, but it depends on the intention behind it. Right. Yeah. So like my purpose for doing 75 hard was to build discipline. And to teach myself consistency, you can do anything with consistency. Mm-hmm. You can apply that and integrate this discipline and mindset in everything that you do in life. It's showing up. Like, mm-hmm. you think I want to work out every day or go outside every <laughs> well, day? That's, like... what,
0: uh, that's what That's what. people <laughs> no. that don't work out, and I work out <laughs> however much I work at all, but people, and I do several 6 a.m. mornings a mm-hmm. week and it's great in the summer because it's light out and the yeah, birds right. are out life is 100%. great but it sucks now
1: yeah exactly right? but, but that's but the thing but
0: people that don't do that think that we like doing that we that don't like doing we don't. that but <laughs> those hours like this the snooze button that i keep hitting i'm it's like really all the I'm like okay, if i just like if i don't do this one maybe i'll do it later
1: Exactly. We still have the same thoughts. We still have to Mm -hmm. fight the same barriers as everybody else. And people think that we just are these psychopaths that love.
0: I do love it, though. Once (laughs) once you get it done, because you come home at 7 a.m. and... You boost, feel incredible. Right? You like, feel check, good. Done.
1: Exactly.
0: You look good. You feel right? great. You're lit up.
1: Absolutely. But it's like the doing it part, right? Like, I don't want to wake up when I have to. And like, I don't want to like go to the But I know when I do it, I'm going to feel like a goddamn sexy motherfucker. So do you, <laughs> well, how do you
0: feel now? It's day 62 compared to day one. Oh, I feel one. good. Like, yeah, I, right? feel,
1: I feel like this is my lifestyle now. That's it. You know? Like, you think
0: you'll bring back alcohol?
1: I honestly... I cut out alcohol in December. Nice. So I cut out that and I just started building the smaller habits
2: mm-hmm.
1: of 75 hard so that I could crush it. Nice. You know, so like I did start in March and I, I failed a couple of times. Oh, I interesting. got to 20 days. I got to 14 days. And then I realized what were the hardest, what were, were my challenges? Yeah. It was Drinking a gallon of water. I went from drinking like probably a glass of water a day or no water to a gallon. I don't
0: understand why. I've heard this a few times now. People don't drink water. Yeah.
1: It's like, it's, I don't know. It's a thing. (laughs) And the working out every day, like I wouldn't, I would work out maybe five times a week or four times a week, but working out every day, I had to build that habit. And so, slowly building the smaller habits to then, you know, achieve the larger goal, that's something that I think everyone should. So, what is the larger goal? of doing the full 75 hard challenge, right? Nice.
0: Yeah,
1: but applying that now to to business, applying that now to being an entrepreneur, applying that now to so many different aspects of your life, it's like anything is actually possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was I was uh <laughs> I know. And it's discipline. It's, it's a relatively simple thing once you kind of embody it and live mm-hmm. it and uh, are it. Mm-hmm. But it, I love the entrepreneurial mindset. And I exist in, in both worlds. I do entrepreneurial things like this. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I work as an engineer. So I do yeah. the whatever that world's called. And it's been great. <laughs> uh, but I it, and it's been a, it's been a progress. But I understand that if I want to create a, a certain things in my life, new things in my my life, It's been a like you don't, there's no TV in here. We're in my, I love that. There's no TV. It's was there. It hasn't been there for Mm -hmm. five or six years. I like the blue painting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gorgeous. (laughs) Uh,
0: But it's, 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 you know, if, if, if you got the side hustle going on, which means if you work 40 hours a week and you got the side hustle Mm -hmm. going on, there's not a lot of time for wasting. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of, uh, lifestyle for pursuing and you can like if people are 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 into whatever they're into Mm -hmm. as long as they don't have the the spend half their time kind of complaining about the things they don't have I'm walking back from from the seawall earlier today yeah and uh you know I was walking by behind a couple I believe they were a couple it was a guy a woman and a man I don't Mm -hmm. know if they were a couple (laughs) uh and he would I just I love eavesdropping on people It's going <laughs> <laughs> to, well, it's, I, love, I actually you go down to the seawall. You sit on, sit on the bench. You hear all sorts of I'm great like, clen- things. It's so cool, <laughs> but he was, he was, I, I, I kind of made up in my mind what I thought he was saying and actually mm-hmm. hear what he was saying, but I thought sort of like, maybe he was actually, no, I did hear what he was saying. He was, he was saying that he was going to have to, um, move in with his friend or something to, to mm-hmm. save rent. And, and I get mm-hmm. that it's expensive mm-hmm. totally. AF here. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is great, which is fine, awesome, amazing, but he's carrying a six pack, he's mm. got a juicy looking belly, yeah, and he's walking with the lady. I don't know if he was trying to impress mm. her or or not, but and that's fine, I guess that I guess like if if he's okay with 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 that and those choices and that right. lifestyle exactly. fine, but if he spends his whole time going around complaining that he Doesn't can't happen. have his own place mm. yeah. isn't in shape. Mm uh uh-huh. isn't achieving his goals and dreams but it's that simple thing like how are you spending your sunday buddy
1: exactly what are you spending your money on that's yeah. like you know not allowing you to live your dream life yeah right yeah and that's such a vancouver thing people complain yeah yeah all the time <laughs> here
0: yeah we do. Well, how do you find that have you always lived here
1: i have yeah. For the majority of my life i was born in i was born in dubai but i was here when i was like eight months old oh nice Grew up here, lived in Alberta for a couple of years, but came back. I
0: thought you had some Alberta in you. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: I have my welding tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get more Alberta than that.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Right? But otherwise, you're Vancouver, right?
1: Vancouver, yeah. And
0: so what have you... I'm I'm from Ontario. I've been here many years. When did you come here? 2006.
1: Okay. Tell me your... Tell me... I want to hear your point of view on this.
0: Okay. Well, no. Okay. I went to, I went to school. I'll just say dates. I don't care. I'm 42 years old. <laughs> amazing. Uh, I went to school starting in 2000 university of Victoria. So I've been out in BC 23 okay. years, okay. which is longer than I've ever been in Ontario. Mm. However, Ontario will always be home. I was there a couple of yeah. weeks ago. It's freaking nice. amazing. I love yeah. it. Will I move back there? Will I move back there? Will I move back there? No. <laughs> like look at it. This is, no, you is can is, get much better
1: than this. Yeah.
0: But my, like I, my point being, you know, I've, we're talking about Vancouver. The show is kind of about Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got, I got, I got a stake in Vancouver now. Oh yeah. But my, but yeah, we have different perspectives. Mm. But you, you're, you're a townie.
1: I, I enjoy what we have here, and I'm so grateful to be in Vancouver mm-hmm. because we have the mount, like seriously, the seriously. mountains, the ocean, the forests, nature, mm-hmm. everything just at our fingertips. But
0: like. I, <laughs> I feel, I feel like there's a bot coming.
1: There's no but as per se. I think it's just really, I think our purpose in Vancouver is now is building more kindness and community here.
0: You don't think there's kindness?
1: I think Vancouver needs more kindness and compassion
0: because it doesn't. You haven't. How have you not seen it? <laughs> would be the question.
1: I I do see a lot of competition. I do oh, really? see less collaboration. Mm-hmm. I see a little bit of entitlement slash judgment
0: a little bit
1: okay a lot <laughs> be okay. nicer
0: isn't it this is the real van city okay. everything's real it's on the show
1: so it is and it's quite into there's a lot of and why don't, what
0: is that though like i don't think people that are like that uh know they are like that or or even care they're like that right? but a lot of people it's very transient here people come from yeah. all over of a lot of, of people from uh Ireland, mm-hmm.
1: right. I love them. They're totally. so great. Yeah. Mexico, oh, they're yeah. the best. They're the best. <laughs> but they're like, what's wrong
0: with these people?
1: Literally. <laughs> and like, I, I was in Mexico for four months, right? Yeah. And when you just see how like, when people actually say mi casa es su casa, it's literally like, I will give you my shirt if you need Mm it, you know, like Mm -hmm. if you need anything like a bag of rice, like I got you, you know, it's so community vibes there. And like coming from like, even like a third world country, like, like India, like my family's all from India. And like, that is just such a normal thing, you know, like just being a neighbor to everyone smiling at people. Oh, oh, oh,
0: don't do it. Don't do it. We're we're well, the problem with the, the guys smiling. Well, the guys don't know how to smile. Yes, this
2: is That's the guys
0: don't know how to smile. It's like this creepy, like they're running on the seawall with a boner type thing. <laughs> but you know, I do. I have a great smile. I smile. At, I don't smile oh, at everyone. Do? Thank I you. Guess. But uh, you know, I smile at some women. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of them, they won't look at you. But I, and I, for the most part, I, 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 I don't smile. I don't blame them because ninety-five percent of us out there are, are kind of scary jerk offs.
1: Yeah. But I think it's just like about how you do it as well. Right. And the and like also like who cares? Like yeah. say good morning. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's what's the worst thing <laughs> that's going to happen. When
0: people like, say good morning to me and I'm <laughs> out for a run on the seawall, I'm like, that's incredible. I love it. It's so great. <laughs>
1: it's so fun. <laughs>
0: and I'm like, well, wow, why can't I initiate that more often? Yeah. Right. Like,
1: even like and it was funny because I was walking um, down the dike earlier today and I think like I used to actually For get- those
0: watching, that is a uh as an engineer, you know, as an engineer that thank is a, a raised berm that separates you're in, you're at Richmond, right? Yeah. You know, because Richmond's below sea level let some parts. Keeps the ocean out yes. anyways. And Sorry. a little engineering. Yeah, thank thing. you. I appreciate okay. that. Okay. <laughs>
1: I'll stop. I'll stop now. <laughs> Um, but I said, I said hello to like this couple that was walking by and they didn't say it back. And I was kind of just like, okay, like that used to really impact me a lot though. And Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh man, like they suck. And then I was like, why is that affecting me? Like I can still be the person I want to be. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, regardless if Vancouver is going to not say it back or whatever it is, like, I'm still going to go out there and say good morning. And like it, you get into a habit of it. Like, when I was in Mexico, it was like Buenos Dias, like every oh, day, Mexico. every morning, everyone's in like a vibe, oh. and you are just like, hell yeah, like I so love it. So, what do you energy.
0: think is like what, like what do you think is is are the steps here? Like, why, why is why is it important for people that are out walking the seawall? Mm. Everyone's out there, uh, you know, they're on their phones, yeah. they're we're complaining about yeah. things. What, well, why is this important, and how do you do it?
1: Oh, it's so important, and I honestly, I feel like COVID really messed us up a bit more, you know, like since COVID, you just see people so like, you know, in their Mm. own like Mm. niches and just like, so like separated from so many people Mm. and they are still so uncomfortable of how to be social again. And that connectivity, that if it was never there before, it's even less now. Mm. Community is so important. And a lot of people here in that rat race of like, oh my God, it's me against the world. Like it's just me and I have to do it on my own. So much anxiety. It's so much. And it's like almost like a fear of like, oh, who do I trust? Or like, who can I talk to? or Who can I like share this with? Or like, oh, someone's going to steal this. Or like, it's all this like paranoia of just like, oh my god get over yourself first of all like let's just like work together and build up these communities so you know people like britney or people like you know matt or whoever is like building these groups of people where it's like bringing up the collective again where Mm -hmm. it's sharing of resources Mm -hmm. and bringing back connection and community and living with like kindness and just actually wanting to genuinely help each other and be of service Mm -hmm. like that's what we need more of and more people coming together with that is you know what we're here to do and what we wanna not change, but like whoever's down, you know, like this is also like a fun little accelerator where you get to be creative and you get oh, to man. meet yeah. people. And you know, it's not scary really out there when you're in a world of like, you know, stepping into entrepreneurial life, it's like, oh my God, like I was scared shitless to like let go of my salary job and to get, yeah. get let go of comfort let go of, when am I gonna get paid next? Or when is, you know, the financial insecurities of it all. But then when you realize, how many people are actually out there to support you and help you and guide you, you're like, oh my gosh, Mm. this is a world that everybody needs to do more of. Because when you get to live in that creativity every day, Mm -hmm. without anyone telling you otherwise, and you just getting to live in that, I'm like, holy shit, I'm living my dream life every day. Yeah, that's one of the
0: that's one of the milestones for this show is to is to do the recordings on a whatever frequency in person mm. so we can all be together yeah. doing the Oprah thing in person and uh, <laughs> bring community together. But it's I think mm. it's a lot of and that's why I've been so motivated to start this show because it's a lot of, you know, we know what's going on out there. And and sometimes I get in my head, I'm like, well, are people really as miserable as, as they think <laughs> as I think? And or may, are they as miserable as I am at certain times mm-hmm. of the week? And I'm like, maybe they're not. Maybe it's just me. But then, you know, you, you can
1: be the most miserable
0: when yesterday at about five o'clock when I was, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I was like, I, got grumpy, you know, I, I generally, I generally, uh, you know, as, as, as high as I feel naturally, Mm. a lot of the time, like I oscillate down into, Mm. into dark, frustrating places. Mm. But for me, it's just about getting, you know, getting in in motion and, and getting like, I'm, I'm, I'm always just frustrated that I haven't done the things I want to do mm. and really it's just a lot of it is patience yeah not really say. not really my jam yeah
1: right welcome <laughs> to <really>, Vancouver
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah you see that you see people out there and you see their faces man it hurts mm. but it's that's like it's why doing podcasts like this and, right? and creating events I think people can see and hear the conversations mm-hmm. and just get a get a vibe on, on what other like normal other yeah. local people in vancouver are doing i
1: think that is so i feel like when we when you just said um about how when you look at people in vancouver sometimes you see how miserable they are mm-hmm. and i feel like a big part of that is a it's super bloody expensive here mm-hmm. so people get into this fear mindset of like if you're not working this job that you hate
3: Mm
2: -hmm. you
1: have no choice Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. so you get stuck in that like okay I'm working this really corporate job or whatever it is and I'm at the almost like top of the ladder making a bunch of money Mm -hmm. but I hate my life Mm -hmm. and I can't get out because then how am I gonna afford to live here
0: which is real
1: which is such a big fear right
0: which is real but I also think and okay we may need a sip of water for this one (laughs) because I'm gonna crack this one open for you but I think Again, like the, the, the people we emulate, the, the, the people we follow, the, the mirror neur- neurons, mm-hmm. uh, we've kind of been conditioned to be fairly miserable by all the things out there so that we buy the other things yeah. in theory to make us feel less miserable
1: those temporary pleasures right right. it's attaching ourselves to the external thinking the external is what's going to make us happy when it's really the internal when we're (sighs) able to I know it sounds so no no
0: (laughs) I'm just saying like like this is my language no, and I know this and I embody (laughs) this I'm like I'm thinking about the people that I want to explain this to and I'm like thank you so I'm like how can we how because it's so hard
1: it it's is so, so hard. hard. And
0: I and I'm not perfect with it each oh, and every 100%. day, but it it, it totally rolls gratitude. back to your self-love
1: self-love that you were
0: talking about. Yeah, morning.
1: self-love and gratitude mm-hmm. like. Starting your own business is not easy, right? <laughs> and you're not making money for like six to six months to like a year, <laughs> Mm -hmm. That's just like the reality of it. Mm -hmm. And people give up because they're like, oh, my God, I just want to taste that success like now, like yesterday.
2: Right. Uh
1: And like the consistency behind it, people don't have that discipline to keep going regardless of the financial insecurities and that. Almost like that imposter syndrome of like, I'm in this new world now and I have negative $50 in my bank account. What does that mean? I'm unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, people attach that success to the external. But when you can change the meaning of success for yourself, that's when things will shift and not even just success, but like, what does being rich mean? What does being rich mean to you? Because what rich means to everybody else doesn't have to be the same thing for yourself.
0: So what does rich mean to you? And what does success mean to you?
1: Success means learning something new every day, growth. It means that I get to step into something new and experience something new and that's success. So every day, if I tell myself, I get to live a successful life. And you can do
0: that in a prison.
1: You can do that anywhere. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And you, you have all, Everything given to you in this day and age, you have a brain, you have yeah. hands and feet yeah. and you can literally learn a new skill set tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You can learn things that add value to what, your toolkit. How, but you
0: can't. How do you learn things if you got to do the Netflix and, and the six That's pack what I of mean. beer? Yeah,
1: exactly. It's bitching it's about cheap. A, B,
0: Y. Like, well, how do you find the time? Exactly. Like, there's no time,
1: right? Exactly. So it's all when you're more aware of what's stopping you from getting to that next level and you start actually. Consciously making choices that are aligned with your future and aligned with the life that you want, that's when things start making shifts. And that's when the universe starts working with you and moving energy into your frequency to help you get there. So you're actually not alone. You're moving with the momentum. I literally just manifested, like speaking in front of crowds the other day, and I'm like, I'm seeing this next event with like one of my girlfriends. And I'm like, I literally just like asked for it and worked for it, you know? So it's like work hard, stay consistent, and also who cares what everyone else's philosophy mm-hmm. on whatever is. Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing things that are in alignment with your core values and your truth, that's all that really matters. Mm-hmm.
0: Where right? do you find yourself losing that on, on the weekly basis? Where, where, where do you get frustrated and, and, and discouraged and, and down? in however long the moments are? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I think going back to patience, right? So when you're working really hard on something and you're like, okay, I just want it to hit. I just want it to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have to bring yourself back. Every time I get into that mindset of like, why isn't this working? Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, like I just went and did this and Mm -hmm. spent X amount of time on it. and you know, it worked for a little bit. And then it's always going back to the drawing board. Yeah, right. And I think that's with a lot of a lot of people they That's when they stop, right. But I think when you reprogram your brain or your mindset into actually enjoying the trial and error period Mm -hmm. of like just getting as much out there as possible. When I first started my business, it was completely different. Mm -hmm. But I was able to like, get feedback be open to receiving feedback mm-hmm. and not being attached to the business itself but being able to flow with the momentum of what's working and then solidify as i go nothing has to be perfect like we were just talking about that right
0: yeah exactly. nothing
1: has to be perfect yeah and
0: that's what i was when i was sharing about launching this podcast it's never gonna be perfect and i and i know uh we're supposed to enjoy the journey, and the outcome is, is separate. But we all like we all create things, so we want them to, to bang, right? Mm-hmm. We want them to bang. Yeah. But this this is a hoot. Like we're nobody's getting paid right now. Like <laughs> this is not a paid program, right? It's. Uh, but this is for for both of us and, and whoever. Like this mm-hmm. is, I think we both feel this is a great use for time. It's I'm freaking kind of freaking fun. But I heard there's a it's ton, Tony Robbins and Tony usually takes stuff from elsewhere about whatever. So there's <laughs> Tony. I like Tony. I'm a Tony fan. Tony. I'm Tony. Tony. Yeah. Tony Like I listened to a lot of Tony podcasts in the last couple of months and just light shot, man. Just like the way he talks, he just goes and his brain just firing, firing, firing. But he says, success is getting what you want. Mm. Fulfillment is living who you were made to be.
1: Oh, I love that. Ooh. I was, I,
0: I was on my run. I stopped. Oh, I do. Cool. I know I was, and I do this sometimes. I like, I pull over on my run. I pull out the, the notes on my phone mm. and I'm like, I am writing that down.
2: Yes. I'm
0: writing that down and by like the process of writing it down and going back and yeah. revisiting it afterwards it's, it's in your head. But, oh, I but love that, that, but that's, but that's great. I mean like success. So getting what we want, sometimes that happens. Sometimes right. it doesn't. Sometimes it happens in, in different mm. ways, but it's the the fulfillment, fulfillment of letting that. And that's where I, believe i get most revved 100%. up about myself because i don't i'm not letting the full me out or i'm yeah. not being all i can be
1: exactly oh my god that was beautiful thank you so much for sharing that like fulfillment is everything mm-hmm. it's like literally what mitigates burnout you know truth like because it's energy it's energy flowing flowing you. yeah and it's like lighting you up as you mentioned right mm. it's like i can work like and work is play that's it you know like so I,
0: how do the people of vancouver who because i've done it I've, I've been it i've lived it there's like i said you know i'm still in the engineering world and there have been some dark dark days mm-hmm. but I, I get fueled uh from doing these other things and planting mm-hmm. these other seeds and mm-hmm. creating these other things and i found real joy Creativity. in certain parts of that yeah. world and and um you know i have some mm-hmm. motives that i'm doing to, to do great things totally and it, it's so i can tell that story but it's in, in the past, it was, it was a lot of doom and gloom. It was a lot of mm. doom and gloom. And I, I never really knew the way out. I went to yeah. career counselors. I switched yeah. to different firms. Mm. I did all of that. So it wasn't, um, you know, my entrance into this world really happened by the universe
1: mm, uh, pushing, you pushing
0: you. me, which was the end of a marriage, which is the end of a relationship, which is how this whole like the pain of that. yeah and when I was thinking when I'm sharing because a lot of those days and I write about this in in the book I wrote as well a lot Mm. of the days I would come home from the shitty engineering job and just bitch about yeah and so I was thought that was normal I thought that's Mm -hmm. what people do but I can imagine that that sort of energy which I didn't really know what Mm -hmm. energy was in that context Mm -hmm. at the time yeah I can imagine that would have been challenging yeah so if I go back to who I was then and I'm carrying around so I'm talking to like Thirty-something-year-old men in the town right now, perhaps men or women, whoever that are feel like they're stuck in this world. Mm. Taking this home, there, there's no path out. They work and work and work. Uh, House prices get more and more and more. But how? So how do people break free and find Mm -hmm. and find that fulfillment and find um, a means to to keep going on and raise their energy?
1: Yeah, I think the best way to to support what you just said or to provide an answer for what you just said is purpose.
2: Mm.
1: Purpose driven businesses, purpose driven mindsets and finding your sole purpose
0: mm-hmm.
1: is what makes everything worth so it. So
0: how does like the 30 year old man, I don't know, we'll call him Michael. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's got a job, he's got a place to live uh he's got a condo mm-hmm. and i know i look like i'm 30 but this is like me in the past we're talking about in case this isn't obvious to everyone hello uh you're <laughs> you right look I, I look like i'm 26 I'm yeah because healthy thoughts meditation yes.
2: I, I didn't Gosh. drink for
0: two and a half years but i've been back for a while so i'm yes. happy i can coexist in that there you go world. although i probably shouldn't anyway well <laughs> like how does someone in that stuck in that cycle mm-hmm. they got they, they got all the things they got all the things you yeah. got the house and this is like me redoing my, my TEDx right now you mm-hmm. got you got the house you got the girl you got the, the the job yeah miserable
1: yeah miserable that's literally it the miserable like when you're so miserable mm-hmm. and you literally look at yourself in the mirror saying I don't want to live like this anymore when you make that choice of like I'm done living this life Mm -hmm. and I'm going to figure out how I can live a better life, a more purposeful life. That's when you start acting on that. Mm. But without that choice, without you actually being like, yeah, it's always that pain, right? Everyone wants to live in that pain because we're almost addicted to pain. We
0: are. We think it's, we think it's the norm. And I've, it's myself suffering. i've been like addicted to the suffering yeah and so it's hard to even entertain a thought right? of not suffering every
1: day yeah right and like even with meditation oh my god i was talking to this guy about this literally the other day because he was like why do we only meditate like when we're struggling or when we're going through something because we're addicted to that to that relief yeah we're addicted to that relief so then we we, we try to find problems so that we can get ourselves back into a problem to get back into relief because it's oh, so addicting
0: interesting crazy Hey. Yeah. yeah. But that, but so back to the 30 year old, he's got to make it like, maybe someone's going to listen to this and make a decision. mm -hmm. So, and it's not a decision that they need to immediately quit their job or lose their relationship Mm -hmm. or burn their condo down. Right. It's a decision to do something.
1: Do something.
0: And and usually that, that, that you don't know what to do, you know, because.
1: You got to go internal. You got to go internal. You got to go internal and nobody wants to do it. But. What I what I can only speak from my experience, mm-hmm. right? And so what happened with me was I was literally rock bottom after my last mm-hmm. like when my first relationship when that ended and uh, I was so broken and mm-hmm. so weak and brittle that mm-hmm. I like I didn't even know what self-love was. Mm-hmm. Like I just thought I deserved being in this relationship with somebody that cheated on me all the time and just did not respect me mm-hmm. and just I and I thought that that was what love was, right? Mm. And then when I stopped all that and I made the choice, the conscious choice that I deserve more than that, I don't know how. I don't know where it's going to come from. But when I made that first choice, then I started journaling. Right. And I started asking myself what my values were in this life and what were the values of something I wanted to create in this life? And I didn't know. What I wanted to do yet.
0: That's it. You don't, you don't 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 need to know, but you need need to ask the question.
1: You need to ask the right question. You have to have
0: the introspection.
1: Exactly. And I'm like, what are the values of the people I want around me? If I want supportive friends, if I want a group of collectives that will help me with this, if I want, how can I become that person first to attract those people into my life? Nice. So what are those habits? Who are the people that I look up to? right? Whether it's Joe Dispenza, whether it's Deepak Chopra, whether it's like whoever it is, what do they do? Mm. What are their habits? Okay. Oh, okay. Meditation every day, gratitude every day. That's a good question. Yeah. And when you start integrating those, you'll slowly shift into the person that you want to be slowly, gradually, but it will happen, Mm -hmm. right? Because
0: you do meditation, everyone they, we should be we, and you mentioned education so perhaps we can segue into this but meditation come on let's go right. everyone because it's so it's it's and again i found it after my rock bottom as mm. well because i'm sitting here and and like instantly having all these these thoughts mm-hmm. right that are oh yeah brutal yeah brutal yeah but they're 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 also that in, in in their their brutalness they're so beautiful Because you get that understanding and that clarity. Like, oh, my God, that was that happened because that? Ow, Mm -hmm. right? But wow. And what else? Now that I know that, I'm kind of free from that that connection to Mm -hmm. that. But meditation, five minutes in the morning, ten, come on. It is the best because you're just, it's the best. You're thinking you're all over the place. There's nobody does it right. There's no right way to do yeah. it. Whatever. Uh-huh. Right. You know, and you follow your breath apps everywhere. There, there's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're, you're you're taking those moments to ask yourself what's up and Literally, feel that check what in. you feel yeah. and have that check in with yourself
1: and like not attaching yourself. Right. Like knowing that your thoughts aren't real until you're in control of them. Mm. Does that make
0: sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So,
1: like, when there's just word vomit going on yeah. and noise, that's not you. That's just blah. That's,
0: that's I, I like, it. I like, I, I've been, ha- I'm on a, I'm listening to a Waking Up app, mm. Sam Harris. Mm. Highly recommend it. Yeah? Really great. Ooh. Really great. I've been, I've been, I've been into it. But he, he explains things <clears throat> like thoughts, like the sixth sense, mm. you know, we got sight, mm. touch, taste, feel, yeah. whatever the fifth one is. I love that. Um. <laughs> sound here that's what yes
2: I, yes the things
0: guys. with the, the ears <laughs> but but the other one is, is thoughts because when you close your eyes these things also just come and go and they're yeah. not us mm-hmm. they come out of nowhere and we don't have to be attached and we are not our thoughts mm-hmm. they come and go and again yeah. like you can you can hold on to the ones you like and let the other ones totally. roll by exactly. but it's, it's we're always in this unconscious realm of thoughts all day mm-hmm. from when we wake up when we go to sleep yeah so it's just that five or ten minutes where you can Instead, just focus on your breath, Mm -hmm. listen to the birds or whatever it is, listen to an app. um, And as soon as you you become aware that you're becoming overcome with thoughts, go, no, I'm coming back to my breath
1: Mm -hmm. and you become
0: so powerful.
1: And when you can actually access your intuition and your Mm -hmm. higher self. And so
0: that gets back to the question, like, how do you get out of being stopped you access mm. the intuition by slowing down mm-hmm. and having these moments with yourself because we all know what we need and want to do exactly but you can't hear you can't we teacher. can't hear ourselves
1: exactly and when we can breathwork is really good for this mm-hmm. Breathwork is so good for this because you are able to tap into that and now every morning i i i flow with breath work first thing and it allows me to ask what is my inner guidance trying to tell me right now hmm what does Christabel need? Like, mm-hmm. what do I need? Right. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a slower movement of a morning, whether it's a little bit more of a self-love morning, mm-hmm. you know, but I I'm the only one that can tell me what I need to do,
2: mm-hmm. right? right?
1: Nobody else That's it. knows. That's it. That's so it. when you calm down and you're like, oh, okay, how am I gonna combat this situation? And you can use this obviously in any aspect, like with business with decisions with executive decisions right mm-hmm. anything that you need to any big large decisions and don't force mm. if you don't know it's mm-hmm. okay not to know yeah, yeah right away you don't need nobody's putting pressure on yourself to make a decision but you nice so flow mm. and allow yourself the space to listen to when the answer is ready well to come to you.
0: and then it's the things you hear you know, I'm gonna keep on going, going back to this 30 year old guy. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know, what's he gonna hear when he slows down for the first time in 30 years? Maybe he's gonna hear, maybe you need to leave your job, or maybe yeah. he's gonna hear, maybe you're gonna be the president. And mm. then so maybe he's like, maybe you're gonna be the president of this engineering company. Mm. And then, then he gets like, and he's like, Oh, that feels good. Oh, I didn't really ever see that. I thought I was just gonna keep on middle, middle ground and yeah, for, forever. But
1: go with that feeling. Go Trust with the that feeling. feeling, right? And when you ask yourself, what do I want out of this life? And what's gonna be the most fulfilling, purposeful thing for me? And you get that sensation of that feeling, mm-hmm. every decision, if it doesn't make you feel like that, it's not the right decision.
0: Yeah. That's that's how that's how I've created everything I have. Mm-hmm. even this podcast, like I, mm-hmm. it was an idea. I don't know why I didn't do this sooner, but I, I wasn't <laughs> ready. It just wasn't right. But I, I started properly thinking about it back in June. So I'm like, huh, mm-hmm. in meditation or, or in running, like these are where mm-hmm. the thoughts come. So I'm like, huh, interesting. I've, I've had this idea for a while. So I'm like, oh, they really came then. Yeah. So I'm like, what I do, I get the thought, I get the idea, mm-hmm. I get the inspiration. I go home, I put it in my, my black book. And so mm-hmm. I don't, if you don't write these thoughts no, down, they, they may be gone.
1: Oh, yeah. Idea I bank. Just,
0: I just, I've done so that bank. recently. I had a great thought and I didn't write it down. I oh, think. I don't know where it is.
1: Idea bank. Oh. Idea bank.
0: <laughs> but this one, so I put it in there and I let it, you know, I, I'm slowly getting more mature in my age because mm-hmm. usually I get a good idea and I blast it out everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then it's like my friends ask me a day <laughs> later. I'm like, oh, no, that was stupid. Forget it. It's just, yeah, right. And I was like, oh, forget it's it. And then they, they all just roll their eyes uh, but, uh, the, you know, if it's still a good idea for me, a couple mm. of days later, I'll start testing it out. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, what do you think about this?
1: Yeah. And they'll 100%. go, oh,
0: that's good. And I'll be like, I know, it feels good, right? Yeah. And I'll, like, then I'll like, start putting a name out there mm. or something like, hey, what, what do you think about this?
1: Exactly. Right? So for that 30-year-old man, so this is actually really exciting because this exact question is something that I'm trying to create a system for. Nice. with my business, but also allowing other people's geniuses to come into play with this. Nice. So one of my coaches slash mentors, he actually helps people find their purpose which is in their life. Again,
0: I look at you and you look at me and I and you can see that I'm like rolling my internal eyeballs.
1: One hundred percent. Right? One hundred percent.
0: Because I know that. I get that. I did yeah. not know that or even I would have been rolling my external mm-hmm. eyeballs. Uh 10 years ago. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: But that so how does a 30 year old understand and feel and know what purpose is? Or can they just trust?
1: It's, it's, it's a process. Obviously, there's a lot of clarity, a lot of dissecting a lot of questions that need to be asked. But we sometimes don't know what questions to ask ourselves
2: hundred percent. And
1: the external, sometimes having a conversation with somebody else that can tap into you, not in a spiritual, whatever way, woo-hoo way, but in an energetic way where it's genuinely asking you the right questions to understand what's something that's meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. That's not a why, but a purpose. Mm-hmm. A why is a reason. Right. I have a reason to go to work. It's to get money It's to get paid. That's mm-hmm. not a purpose. Mm-hmm. My purpose is how can I impact this world and inspire and uplift and connect as many people to get them outside of societal conditioning before I die. That's my purpose. And that's something that's it. it's never going to end. Nice. So I know that every day I can wake up and I will literally be like, hell yeah, I'm going to do this because this is a mission that is never going to end for me. And I can just hit as many people as I can with that. That's my purpose. And
0: that what that gives you is fulfillment. fulfillment.
1: Exactly. Right. So if you got the 30
0: year old and you say the word purpose and he's like, that's not a (laughs) a hockey game. Leave me alone. You're like, what if that was the gateway to you feeling a little bit more alive every day? Then they could be like, I'm listening. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. I'm listening. Like poking the bear. Fine. Yeah,
0: I want to feel alive <laughs> without a six pack on exactly. a on a Sunday.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And all of those little gateways, right? Like everything that was like instant sex, instant coffee, instant all these temporary pleasures for us is like okay, alcohol. Like, what are you filling up in your life? That's just like filling up that void. Like, what are you scared to sit in when it's silent? Right. Mm. And when you ask yourself those questions and you actually start questioning things, it's like your eyes just become more awake and you become more aware of the problems. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And I ask myself uh, a lot of questions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. we so funny.
0: <laughs> but like, mm. usually they're like, oh, dude, why? <laughs> they're like, why? And my mom says this to me. She's like, can't you just be like normal?
2: Oh my goodness! <laughs> in a,
0: in like a joking, yeah, loving way, but again, it's it's it's, and specifically reading Matthew Perry's book now because he's talking mm. about getting famous, um, drinking uh, to fill all these holes and all this stuff. And so for me, I'm not the the drinking and to fill holes is not always a thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I, now I'm like, well, if I want to have a beer on a Friday, it means I'm going to go unconscious for the next yeah and i'm like great okay i'll go there awesome Mm -hmm. i feel a little groggy saturday morning but for me you know doing the show uh you know you don't write books you don't do Mm -hmm. tedx's Mm -hmm. and you don't um do plays you don't do public things to have nobody watch them Mm -hmm. or to have them go nowhere you don't like let's not let's not fool ourselves the
1: intention although
0: some some Mm -hmm. creatives i think it drives me crazy they're like (laughs) they're like they they suck at promotion, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you're you're distraught. You created you're so talented, right? you're, you're yeah. incredibly talented, but yeah. you obviously have this similar but different sort mm-hmm. of block. You can't promote your thing. Mm-hmm. But so my question for myself is, and I have goals and dreams and visions and all that. So but m- mine is, and I intuitively know mm-hmm. that ideally I won't feel more fulfilled and happy when and if those things come to be. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to enjoy the journey, and this is pretty enjoyable. So thank you very much. <laughs> But for for me, it's the question of like, why, man? Like, why bother? Why can't you just... I can't. You just be the guy with the six pack on a you Sunday. Can. I can.
1: You totally can. I can't because it, to, be it would fulfilling? it would torment me. Exactly. So thank you for
0: helping me. One
1: hundred percent. Because that's it, right? It wouldn't fulfill you. You would. And this
0: yourself. wouldn't fulfill fulfill a lot of other people. Yeah, people exactly. think This is crazy. You know, I'm that's, like, that's I think you're right. Think just crazy, right? Exactly. We're all different. That's beautiful. Hundred
1: percent. But without you sharing your story, mm-hmm. you're not helping anybody, right? Why and do we people, need to help you? That's the most. Fulfilling, impactful thing that we can do here. We literally die and we don't take anything with us. Nothing. Literally nothing. This life is just like not even real. You <laughs> know, like nothing here. Nothing comes. So what else are we supposed to do here than to help as many people realize and give them an opportunity to live their dream life as well? Right?
0: I, I read, I read uh oh, who was it? It was, oh, you know who it was? Um Oh, gosh, this is going to be good.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, gosh. All right. There's no tissue around here for anyone. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. okay. No, no. It's like usually it's me that cries. <laughs> um, oh, it's so good. And I really like this guy. And people have different views and, and whatever. I like some of the things he does and, and mm-hmm. some of the things he doesn't. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Okay. Right? Okay. Um. You know, either way, he was political stuff aside. He said this thing the other day. He was talking about his his mom or something like mm-hmm. that, or one of one of his many relatives that that had died. And I think he was asking his mom about it. You know, like because he was distraught. He was mm-hmm. just distraught. And his mom said to him, "You know, Bobby, the you know, the, and because Robert had asked asked her like." oh my family keeps dying and my mm-hmm. brothers and dads mm-hmm. and uncles mm-hmm. and all this stuff and it, and it crushes me each and every time so he was asking what it means and, and what to do with that and how to unpack that and, and she said to him you know the best thing that you can do is take the best virtues
2: mm-hmm.
0: from these family members that have died and embody them in yourself and share mm-hmm. them with the world
1: i love that
0: that is the only thing that lives on from these other people's lives. Yeah. That's the only thing Legacy. that lives on from our lives that people mm. share our virtues yeah. and our values and they live on.
1: Right? Oh, ooh, goosebumps. That is good. Yeah.
0: That is good. Yeah. Yeah. So, what does that mean? Well, then we kind of need to be. Fearless and clear and brave and in in sharing what those mean for us. Mm -hmm. Ideally, if it's in a positive bent,
1: Mm hundred percent right. And who knows who we're gonna help, right? Mm -hmm. And like that's why I was having this conversation with one of my buddies, and we were—I don't remember like the whole concept of it, but the main point was why are so many people talking about the same thing but in different ways, and it's just like why. Like everyone's talking about the same thing, but it could be energy, it could be miracles, it could be whatever, but everyone's talking about it in different tonalities or different, you know, examples or like even me with my page, like I'll talk about personal development or whatever, and it will be like touching on the similar things, but with different viewpoints or different, you know, connotations about it. And I, my response was because there's 8 billion, however many people are here in this world. Mm -hmm. And when you get that aha moment, when somebody gets that aha moment, it can be something that I've said maybe in a slightly different way, but it will click for them mm-hmm. on one part versus a completely other thing that's saying the exact same thing, yeah. but it just won't hit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The teacher, the teacher, the teachers come in so many. Like, why, why do why do a podcast? Do right? you know how many podcasts there are? Right, there's quite a few. There's That's like what I mean. Over a hundred. an yeah, it's, advocate it's for people
1: doing podcasts. Right, right. Like yeah. people need to hear your voice. They need to hear your story.
0: And even just people explain, and I always am explaining to myself mm-hmm. and trying to understand that. But everyone does that in their own certain way. 100%. And if they can share how that is, then someone yeah. else can can understand. But same, and you know how many how many how many different slices of bread are there? Right out there, there's a whole bunch.
1: Exactly, like kung pao chicken. <laughs> There's so many different kinds so of good, chicken. chicken. <laughs> it just depends on how it's made, right? But it's just like they're all great and delicious, right? And yeah. so it's really tapping into all of them and getting little pieces. And some people may not love kung pao chicken, but yeah. they'll love the Korean barbecue, right? Yeah. So it's yeah really it's... just being truly fiercely un- unapologetically as authentic to yourself as possible.
0: Yeah and authenticity is a big word for you and i got a couple how are you doing good i have a lot of questions
1: yeah Uh, yeah okay i got a couple
0: more questions
1: okay yeah let's do it i'm good i have to use the washroom
0: oh really go for it no go for it i'm gonna talk to the i'm gonna talk to the this is you know this is a oh i'm glad okay because i have not next door yeah we're gonna i'm not gonna cut this part but i do need something to talk about i'm going to share uh, what story should i tell no maybe we will have to cut this part no we won't we'll keep going i'll tell you about this podcast setup and, and what it's meant but what this podcast is really meant to be it's called the real van city and i was telling cristobal about this earlier but you know as someone who has moved here from uh ontario like i said and we've all heard the We've all heard the, the headlines and the stories that Vancouver's a tough place to meet people. It's a tough place to get connected, and it's a city with no soul. We've, and there's headlines, and, and you can look them up. and to you know, to some extent, you can, I mean, you can find truth in anything that, that you look up and Google. But for me, I really believed these things previously because I really, really uh, I've been stuck in my ways in the past and things like that, but it hasn't been until I started getting into this new world with other coaches and authors and speakers and people that were expressing themselves and really showing we well, I've successively kept the podcast going. Christabella's has come back. It's way easier just to talk than press edit and stuff later. There you go. I know. So thank you. Sorry. All okay. good. 75 <laughs> hard right. is
1: like that gallon of water just like goes right. In.
0: But I was I was sharing about the, you know, Vancouver having no soul. But for me, like I've and, you know, in some days, again, I, I still feel that. But um, again, it's like once you find start finding a little bit more of a soul in yourself and then you see it in other people, then you're like, wow. And mm. you go out in the street and people actually do smile at you in the yeah. morning. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This whole world has been here the whole time.
1: The reflection. That's it's it. It's the mirror. And
0: so as soon as you change that within yourself, like, oh, wait a minute, you know, if, if I can, if my soul wakens up mm. a little bit, and I see it in, in some other people, mm. uh, maybe I don't need to move across the world. And I have yeah. these thoughts all the time. Maybe I don't need to sell it all and go surfing and do all that. Maybe, maybe the life and the, that feeling is mm. we're all after this feeling. Yeah, um, is all right here.
1: Ah, oh, that's so beautiful. That is so impactful for I'm sure so many people watching because. That's literally it, right? Everything is a reflection of our internal. Everything is a mirror of our internal.
0: That's it. That's it. Some huh. days better than others, but but here we yeah. are. I wanted right. to ask you about branding. Yeah, I love branding.
1: Do you? What's your favorite part about branding? What's like? The, why is branding so?
0: Important? Uh, and I'm you know, I'm learning. Yeah, right? we all are. Oh yeah. But you know, a lot of people in this space, podcast coaches, yeah. authors, speakers, uh creators in any yeah. sense you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: some people do it quite well uh but we're you know a lot of us come from not that space or not having that mm-hmm. background for me it's the the creation like it's the creation yeah. of of this podcast and the name yeah. and the fonts and the things and, and mm-hmm. the, the setup in mm-hmm. this studio i find that really quite interesting and then writing uh, creating mm-hmm. talks all that stuff very 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 interesting mm-hmm. but specifically it's the the people doing a lot of these different creative things, it's their personal brand
2: mm, and a
0: lot of people suck at it. a lot yeah. of people suck at it. Oh, and I think at least for me, you know, I got a, I got a certain thing going on. Right. Yeah. Right. I'd be interesting to, to, to get your reflection on, on totally. that. Right. And how I'm doing. Keen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a lot of it, and I think, and I'm speaking specifically, thinking specifically about social media and Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram and what we put out there. But for me, a lot of it is restraint. Yeah. Like if this is not who I, well, there's a lot actually in it. Like if this is not who I want to, if you say not who you want to be perceived to be, then you're like, oh, well, you being authentic with only putting certain things out yeah. there? Yes and no. But if you are, you know, saying, trying to launch a, a podcast, totally. you have to be very intentional about everything 100%. you say and do.
1: Exactly. And with personal brand, how we spin it is we bring out authenticity, of course, you have to it's your personal brand, mm-hmm. and we don't want it to be the same as everybody else in the market. So the authenticity pillar is the most important key pillar for sure which
0: is a hundred percent, one of the not a hundred but a big reason why I wanted to do this podcast mm-hmm. because I know certain people have been following me on on instagram mm. for years and years and years and i post stuff mm. and i don't do a lot as i used to mm. um, videos and and whatever mm. um, mm-hmm. done the talk and book and all that stuff they don't know me
2: yeah
0: they do not know me
2: mm-hmm. but
0: i bet you after listening to this one episode when you can hear someone's voice and you can feel their heart yeah. and you can kind of get a better idea of what they, they yeah. think you can you can get a lot more out of that than you can like you can post online 100%. for years and years and but you're only putting out a little sliver.
1: Exactly. So for content pillars, ground pillars, however you want to call it, they're imperative to your page, your personal. What, brand. I, what does that mean? So the first one is authenticity. That's it. The second two have to be educational content. That's it. Something that's of value. I had to really position and change my entire social media because I realized the intention behind it was a lot about actually wanting attention.
0: Yeah.
1: Versus. Oh. Oh, triggered. Yeah, that's literally. Great. I would post like, you know, the selfies, mm-hmm. the mirrors, oh, whatever, yeah. the bikini, well, whatever. You're the only
0: one. Right? <laughs> so
1: that's what I mean. And so when I realize what is Cristobal's personal brand, when I'm talking about authenticity and I'm talking about leading by that example, how am I embodying that to then start preaching about it? If I'm doing something that's completely left field and I'm doing something that's not in um, a, it in alignment with what I'm actually trying to translate out there. Mm -hmm. How can I speak on this? Right? Mm -hmm. So I stopped all of those posts and every post now it's a value. It's an education on a past experience. It's something that I'm going through right now. It's a life lesson. It's Mm -hmm. about personal development. It's about inspiration. It's about motivation. It's something. And my content pillars are so dialed in that I know exactly what I want to talk about because Let's be real. Social media, it's marketing. It's all marketing. It is. So what are you trying to market? I don't want to know what you're eating every day for your lunch. That's not marketing, right? If you're using it as a marketing tool, which is what social media is for, and not to compare and not to, you know, fake your lifestyle or show the shiny, shiny objects and whatever else, the materialism of life. And it's actually to show who you truly are and show people, give per give people permission to be their authentic selves. Like I literally am like living on my mom's couch right now because I want to invest everything into my business. And this is the this is the reality of entrepreneurial life. Like I've been an entrepreneur for 6 7 months right now and I'm in the middle of it and I'm in, you know, and it's not all glamour and shiny and all these beautiful things. And, you know, you have to go through the ups and downs of it. And it's not to be afraid or what my ego is getting in the way of like this embarrassment or shame of doing something that's a going to help me in the long run. And it's something that's a temporary sacrifice for my future. Right. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't get that. They're like, oh, like I would never do that. I would never do like all this. But then the amount of people when I actually I made a post about this, like seven people reached out to me. They were like, oh, my God. Nice. That was the coolest post. What was it about? It was literally about how I moved back home and how I'm like sleeping on my mom's couch right now because I'm so like these were like the the authenticity and rawness about being an entrepreneur that first Mm. like year and it was really showcasing like yeah, like you know, living off of thirty dollars a week or whatever it is, right? These are the things that you sacrifice to get to where you want to so, be. So,
0: but how do you? People would go, "Well, I would never share that. I need to look successful. Mm-hmm. I need to look
1: rich. Totally. I need to
0: got it all together, especially if yeah. I have a, a service that I'm I'm offering." Totally, but it's not true, right? right? Not and true. like, but
1: every single entrepreneur has gone through that. Mm-hmm. Every single <laughs> business owner did, has gone through. I've that. done
0: uh, empty events. Canceled events, launch things. Exactly. Nobody care. This is my second podcast. Yeah. I actually have a podcast from, from It actually wasn't that bad. It was four <laughs> years ago, but I, I I I didn't know what I was doing and it had no purpose, right. and it was just it was yeah. it was wearing me down.
1: Right. But
0: fail, 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 fail.
1: 100%. Alex Hermosy for crying out loud. Like literally, he would talk about how he's he literally lived in the gym on a couch and his first 20 clients were people that pitied him. Right. So it's like all like I'm like this is some Jeff Bezos shit. You know what yeah,
2: I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like this is nothing to be ashamed of. But when I'm sharing my story, it gives people permission to then realize that hey, like it's actually not that bad to do that to sacrifice a little bit in your short term for your long-term future and your long-term results because that's what's going to matter what are
0: your other pillars
1: my other pillars personal development obviously meditation mindfulness and then two of the educational points so like about lexco and branding and then also um mindset
0: (laughs) the other thing uh, (laughs) i was talking to my friend about (laughs) branding uh i kind of laid into it and and, you know the best friends lay into each other
1: oh the best and if
0: you anyone wants to lay into me, please, I have room for more, more friends that lay into each other, you know,
1: I feel like we just, became Oh yeah. Friends.
0: Oh yeah. No, no, Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of my personal branding from what it's, you've seen?
1: It's there. <laughs>
0: okay. We have work to do. We're uh, we have, that's great. We
1: have some work to do for sure. I mean, like, In which way? Because there's a lot that you've mentioned in this podcast that's that it. I had no idea about. Exactly. And your authenticity needs to shine more. People need to know more about you as yeah. a person because like, I honestly had no idea what I was getting myself into. No, I
0: appreciate your uh, trust in the situation. But yeah. for me, I'm like, uh, uh, perhaps I get sometimes lazy sometimes. So mm. I'm like, do oh, I need to do posts? And my, I get the feeling like my people are, are tired of hearing anything about books and TEDx mm. and stuff like that. But there's a lot of good content there's in there. So again, I'm like, well, how can I share this in an easy you know, great, authentic way. So here we are.
1: Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. And there's so many ways to do it. Right. right? And like a lot of people have that, like a lot of our clients are literally exactly like that. They're like, we don't even know where to start. And we don't even like, it's a lot of effort to like be posting every day. And like, every single person in marketing tells you the same thing. If you're not posting, like, you know, I used to think if I'm posting every day, I'm like, ahead of the game yeah no nope, it makes zero difference if you're posting a hundred posts a week you will be ahead of the game wow that's the really algorithm but
0: people what if some of them get zero likes and zero views doesn't
1: matter it doesn't matter. matter it's all marketing it's all marketing but it has to go towards something mm-hmm. right so like that's where you get into your your click funnels and your courses and your ebooks and things that are actually going to add value mm-hmm. right so like having that roi and it's all with intention so like unless you're you want to be like an influencer on instagram social media you shouldn't be using social media Mm -hmm. you know what i mean well
0: you share your kid pics and the dogs are kind of i follow a really cute bulldog in, in the uk and he got actually the bulldog got a new puppy today bulldog pabs oh my god oh my god it's the best but so but to counter that point the conversation i was having with my friend i'm like listen and 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 she's a, a artist and, and writer mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm like, so I, what I said to her. And perhaps I'm wrong, and and I'm I'm open to hearing if So, but I'm like, you need to stop putting all your stuff out there because there's there's no real intention but to that's it. Exactly and it's just it. like blasting it on Facebook. Like, I'm like, and if you get like your boyfriend likes it, and yeah. you and someone else like and like just your stuff is good, but yeah. you got to have a little bit of scarcity to it.
1: Exactly. If there's no intention behind it. So yeah. think about all the people that you actually follow on Instagram. Like, I don't know, like how Bulldog, that is. Uh, the bulldogs. Foiling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So maybe That's I'll it. use myself as yeah. an yeah. example. Right. Right? Better. So like, <laughs> so it's all intentional because it's energy and information that you're repeating your brainwaves every single day. Mm-hmm. So I've literally stopped following all the people that Party every weekend doing whatever because i'm like i don't want to even see that i want to see motivational quotes i want to see people doing things that i can learn from educational things things that are going to help my business grow my business scale my business it,
0: you're you're it's like if we know we're going to be manipulated by the thing let's put good stuff in exactly. there exactly this is this is my my new game exactly. I've, I've gone i did the thing where you follow all the people to get the followers like yeah five we all do it but now, like my my thing is to get my followers as low as possible. Yeah. So I've I've gotten to like five thousand people I follow. Sorry, uh, but there's no good content. There's Literally, no I don't want it in I my head.
1: Eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. I want to get
0: her down to 100. I'm
1: Like it's so because there's so many people that just post for the sake of whatever to feel validated intention. that people exactly, are seeing their right? boobs and or whatever,
0: whatever it is. Right? Who, I was
1: that person. And right? we've all done it. We've all done it, yeah. and it's just. I still do it. I'm like right? I'm like who
0: loves me? Post. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like this. Where are
0: my five fans? Post, whatever.
1: (laughs) But like, there's so much to it. Like, even when I'm, like, for example, I'm reading like these these ten pages every day or whatever it is, and I see something juicy, and I'm like, ooh, I want someone to read this. I want someone to gain something from this, right? And it's like even like those questions that you can actually get your followers to engage with, right? There's a way to do it. That's that's almost like a strategy, but it's also helping other people think. In a new perspective as well, and getting them mm-hmm. to see something, whether it's about like manifestation or abundance or whatever it is, or their new view or perspective on something, and it's allowing them to start thinking. That's it in a different way and the, shifting. And, and
0: people will come back to you because they got yeah. that feeling. And I was I was thinking about this today because because uh, Matthew Perry, I was talking that, I was talking mm. the chat group with my sisters yeah. in, in the in the in the WhatsApp chat group, and um. My sister sent this clip because I totally forgot about this. Mm. Uh, she sent this clip because her she has a challenge getting her son to smile in photos. Aww. It's so cute. Uh, so she sent this five-minute clip about mm. Chandler Bing going through this same thing, which I, I couldn't remember the episode. Yes. Do you remember he that one? You can
1: not smile with the camera. Yeah, and yeah.
0: Like and and, and the
1: wedding. yeah, yeah.
0: Tomorrow. So she sends me this YouTube clip. And the first thing I do, I always do this when people send me stuff. I'm like, how long is it? Yeah. I'm like and Which I I'm hate I hate it when people send me stuff I'm yeah. like you think I'm just sitting here and I am I'm just doing nothing <laughs> right but I'm like all right Janie sent this I'll watch it but I watched the entire five minutes because mm. it was so funny all of them that were in, the, in the thing and it was yeah. so gripping yeah so that attention that they were um totally being authentic totally mm. captivating mm-hmm. their audience it was yeah. really really quite something
1: 100 percent and that's the that's a huge thing as well on social media when it comes to reels or anything. I, I'm going to be honest, like it took me some time to actually and I have so much work to do when it comes to even what I'm posting in the in the real format, because I, I get really excited and I get really passionate about what I'm talking about. And I sometimes lose my train of thought halfway through and the intention gets lost. And so mm-hmm. what I've realized now is slowing down. hmm. Having one point that I want to get across, mm-hmm. making it about 15 to 30 seconds mm-hmm. so that people can actually take nice. something away from that and nice. not be lost by the fluttering. And, feel, and
0: they'll feel good about it and they'll feel good about the, the piece that you shared. And like I, I after the, watching this five minutes, I said to, I messaged my sister I'm like, wow, I just laughed for five minutes. Hell yeah! When was the last time right? well, we've been laughing for a while here, yeah. but like, wow. So that, there's like a lot of light bulbs were going off in my, my, my little squirrel yeah. brain here. I'm like, oh, acting and, and, and being a comedian is yeah. making people laugh. Right? Oh, that's what you they're do. Really <laughs> a lot of things happen really today.
1: Really because they're funny. Yeah, right?
0: they make you feel good. So exactly. So unfollow the stuff that doesn't help you get there.
1: Exactly. That's not adding value to your life.
0: Mm-hmm. So people that are looking to brush up their brands.
1: Add value. And come to you. Yeah. And come to me, please. (laughs) I would love to help. Right. Mm -hmm. Who
0: do you specifically help and how can people get in touch with you?
1: Small business owners, um, entrepreneurs, people that want to make some large shifts in their life and transformation. So people that are actually building off of one brand and wanting to add more or expand Mm -hmm. their brand. Um, those are all people that we want to be helping. It's, uh, yeah, business owners and entrepreneurs. I don't know why I said small business owners, any business owner. Yeah. Um, But yeah, people that just need a little direction because we walk them through pretty much the entire cycle of, From scalability, from growth, from, you know, starting with your brand and your social presence and what that looks like to marketing, consulting, to getting your website, SEO, ad campaign, Mm. everything, and then going into your products, going into your services, adding that quality business development. It's kind of a full service. Nice. So, yeah, and having goal performance, tracking everything, figuring out what the most efficient use of your team's time is to have the most accelerated growth. that's our goal beauty yeah
0: and i need to post well i always have excuses for things but i'm like well i'm gonna be posting more specifically about the podcast because that's my jam right now the other things are are, are Mm. what they are but there there there's a strategy
1: there's a strategy i'll share it with you oh yeah i'll show you how to kind of get the most out of even like a podcast so you can yeah
0: sweet is there anything we haven't touched on that you wish (laughs) that you wish we had
1: Honestly, I think we killed it. (laughs) I think we crushed it.
0: Appreciate you so much.
1: Amazing. Thank you so very much. Like, I am so blown away with uh, just the whole concept behind what you're trying to trying to translate here. And you're doing such a beautiful job. What am I trying to translate here? Really bringing out the soul of Vancouver. And I think you're killing it with that. And we could
0: call the podcast that. No, I think we're good.
1: I'm excited for more um, opportunities for you. And I think this is going to be huge. Like, Thank I can you. really see that. What
0: are you most excited about for you? Life. Yeah, man.
1: Everything. Honestly, like when you open your arms up to receiving every every ounce of opportunity, it, it provides. Nice. I know life is going to really just expand for me in such a beautiful way. So I'm let's, very excited. Let's get it. Let's get it.
0: Well, if you've gotten this far, I trust you enjoyed the show. I appreciate any five-star reviews, likes, shares, or comments on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you know of just one other person who you think would also enjoy this episode, consider sending it directly to them. I appreciate you. See you next time.